Welcome to Top Brew, the show that is best served fresh. This is episode 76. I am Joe Darnell, your host, and joining me is a pilgrim, Mr. Eric Rauch. How are you doing, Eric? Uh, I was going to say ahoy, but then I realized that's what pirates say, or that's, I don't know what pilgrims say. You got know. your best John Smith beard on right now. And okay. he was a pilgrim, right? He was one of the settlers. He you know, yeah. he came over here yeah, and he, was. he he took the minion of the world and the new world. Yeah. So anyway, hello. Welcome to the Thanksgiving <laughs> Day Spectacular. Thank this, you. It's great to be here. We are going to talk about Thanksgiving blend, coffee roasts, uh, things that happened in the fall pertaining to people's version of Thanksgiving blend. Eric, um, have you ever had a Thanksgiving blend of any kind? Can you think of any that you've had from any roaster? Um no, actually. Um, it's not a huge thing. It's not like an anniversary, anniversary blend or Christmas blend. Or a those Christmas are blend. really popular. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Every, no, no, those are, obviously, everybody has one of those. Um, well, not everybody, but... Um, Quite a bit of them, though. But yeah, it, but, and, and I suspect that, you know, people don't, don't think much about the Thanksgiving blend because they're, at that point, they're probably already pushing their Christmas blend. So, um, you know, to have a Thanksgiving blend, you'd have to actually um, start selling it in, I mean, maybe late October, and yeah. You know, but to, then that's to, bleeding into Oktoberfest, and that's going to rain yeah, in on it's, the Oktoberfest coffee. You know, yeah, nobody wants that. Yeah, because people aren't thinking about Thanksgiving so much in October. That's not then, a thing, people. I'm just kidding. But then, but then, as soon as November hits, you know, you have a week maybe lag or so, and then like the second week of Thanksgiving yeah. or the second week of November, I guess people are probably thinking about Thanksgiving. And that's not. That's a pretty short window. Well, there are two holidays out of the year you want to have a special beverage for. I can think of, I mean, on record, I know everybody wants to have hot beverages around Thanksgiving, so it winds up being apple cider. That's a family tradition, yeah, uh, like, pretty like, popular yeah, in the Darnell family. Things, or, yeah, yeah. Yeah, down here in Georgia, we actually have an annual harvest of apples. Yeah. So that started back in September, I think it is, and it, it picks up steam for about a month, but no one's really thinking about eating fresh apples anymore, but they are thinking about hot apple cider. Right. And I think that everybody, I mean, anybody who's drinking coffee, who's anybody, cannot escape coffee around Thanksgiving. So sure. I think it makes a lot of sense, but yeah. it's just not very common. And I don't really know why. When they pass around the coffee and the pumpkin pie, right? I mean, of course, that, that's, that's Christmas, but... Um, but it's also true about Thanksgiving. It it's is. It's not in the yeah. tunes. Yeah. There aren't many Thanksgiving there carols. There many Thanksgiving carols, yeah. But, but you got your feast for Thanksgiving. Do you have any particular beverage you like to have with Thanksgiving? Particular to, to particular to, to Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, like no, a, a sweet beverage, I'm, a hot beverage, no. a cold beverage. I, mean, I guess there's there you know there's wine with the dinner, and then afterward there's. See, I never even thought about wine uh, because I mean, just with my background, I didn't have wine growing up, yeah. and my parents don't have wine. So, what kind of wine do you like to have with dinner? I'll have to take that into consideration. Well, generally, I'm a I'm a red wine guy. I, I'm a um I'm a I'm a dry. Same red. here. So, yeah. so, what do you favor? What do you want for Thanksgiving? What goes with turkey? Well, now see that's where I was gonna say with 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 the turkey with the meal I'd I'd probably want a, a dry white, um, mm. like a like a riesling or a um, a gerstermeiner or or something, even a chardonnay, something that's a dry white because depending on how the turkey was cooked, often turkey's somewhat because I I prefer white yeah meat. very dry yeah so I, you know, I want the astringent aspect of the of the white but then you know I haven't had a lot of white wine so yeah for me you know I can drink red wine all the time so as long as there's a is there, is there a red wine? Well, and red, red wine available? is a great 
evening capper. It if is. you're not going to yeah. have a scotch or something, it's, yeah, it's great good, in the evening good, anyway. I, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, it's a good all-around hmm. beverage. I only want a white wine at maybe particular times, but the wine guys would say, yeah, you know, yeah. you want a white wine with a with a white meat, but um, you like what you like. Yeah. So my family usually puts a lot of emphasis on coffee over Thanksgiving. So there's a lot to do with coffee in the morning, in the evening, after dinner, okay. and then the following day, Black Friday. Yeah. Not necessarily in regard to Black Friday. We don't celebrate Black Friday, uh, not in the Darnell family anyway. Yeah. But what they do is they they want a lot of coffee Thanksgiving morning. It just feels good. Mm-hmm. And maybe you stayed up late playing video games together. That's sort of a family tradition. We we end up playing a lot of Mario Kart or something that's multiplayer. Okay. And so Thanksgiving morning, we all have at least two cups. And we may actually have sort of a, th- a breakfast feast. Yeah. Uh, we sometimes make a big deal about the breakfast on Thanksgiving. And that is something that we don't always depend on our mom to do. You know, sometimes it's really us doing the work in the kitchen while she's been thinking about Thanksgiving for a few days, and she will be for the rest of Thanksgiving Day. But then after the dinner, we'll have another significant kind of coffee along with whatever pie we're, you know, serving at that time. So it's kind of a big deal in our family tradition but sadly, serving coffee is a big deal. Finding a high-quality Thanksgiving-related bean has been low on the priorities. I have a little confession to make, but this will give you a better explanation. My wife got me introduced to, to creating, to fashioning our very own cranberry sauce You know, for Thanksgiving. That right. was a big deal to her, and it just made total sense to her. It was not a big deal to my parents. Okay. Having cranberry sauce was, but they always served it out of a can. Oh, wow. And some of my siblings honestly thought it couldn't be Thanksgiving dinner without cranberry sauce from a can. Without the uh, the circular item on the... They said that a couple of years ago. Really? And we were bringing the fresh cranberry sauce, and they looked at it, and they honestly said, what is that? That, that was a tradition in, in my family, because my great-grandma would make it. I think my mom started making it when when she um, couldn't make it anymore. Uh, you know, for lack of a better word, the lumpy stuff. It's not. Yeah. It's not. It doesn't look like Jello. It's. It. It, it looks like a, like a fruit salad kind of. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. I'll, I'll have all the cranberry sauce. Thank you very much. Yeah. I'll take the fresh stuff and I'll take the stuff from. Oh, me. I like them both. Yeah, I. I do. But I. You know, you know, given one or the other, I would definitely prefer the uh, the handmade one. Yeah. So I know all of our listeners probably have some excellent beans at home right now that they're ready to drink on Thanksgiving Day and to have with their pie. But maybe you're thinking about doing something special for Thanksgiving. And maybe you actually like Thanksgiving's blend from Starbucks. And so I wanted to talk a little bit about what the Thanksgiving blend is about at Starbucks. Um, it's it's not a huge to do. It's only available for a couple of weeks out of the year, and those are the first or so the la- the last two weeks of Thanksgiving. So the the two weeks leading up to Thanksgiving. Last two weeks of November. Yeah, okay. I, did I just call November Thanksgiving? Yeah, that's awesome. I did. I did earlier. Welcome to the month of Thanksgiving. Yeah, that's we could right. just rename the months of the year. We should because I mean, year every year Thanksgiving gets 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 like more and more overlooked. I think it would be great to call November Thanksgiving. Well, and see, that's the thing. I I think that there's just not enough that we do as a culture for Thanksgiving, but it feels like it should be a huge event. It should be because I mean, I guess in a sense it is because it's 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 kind of like the formal kickoff 
of the Christmas season. But that's it's what the it's soft become. open. Yeah, yeah. So it doesn't it doesn't really get enough recognition itself. It it points to it's like John the Baptist. It points to Jesus. It points to something. <laughs> you know what I mean? It points to something else. Um, but let's let's celebrate John the Baptist too. You know, let's celebrate Thanksgiving um, because yeah, it's it's, it's an important thing. Thanksgiving Day is like John the Baptist. Yeah. So it's only available for two weeks right there from Starbucks right before Thanksgiving while they are actually selling Christmas blend maybe a few days before Thanksgiving, and not to mention the anniversary blend. These three are my favorites from Starbucks. Um, every oh, year, so the they're anniversary, consistent. The anniversary blend comes out at the end of the year too? It does, but they start selling it sometime before December, and it's available until the end of the year. Anniversary of what? It is a Starbucks anniversary, and it just coincides with the beginning of the year. So mm. a lot of people think of it as like a New Year's blend. Because it comes out the, the yeah. end of the previous year. Right. So okay. they always have some special artwork on the anniversary bag that is a tribute to the Starbucks logo. So it has the siren on it. Then with the Christmas one, it's red, white, and green, yeah. or red and white, like they did, I think it was last year, last two years. In the case of the Thanksgiving roast, it is only available, well, it's available in grocery stores and also fresh from your local Starbucks, but it's in limited quantities. So maybe you didn't even know about it. And you were telling me before we started that you've never even had the Thanksgiving roast. I may have, but it doesn't ring any coffee bells in my past. So Hmm. not knowingly. Well, did you ever make a conscious effort to try the Christmas blend or anniversary? Yeah. I'm not sure about the anniversary, but yeah, the Christmas blend. And you're okay with us? I think so. Pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Well, see, yeah. the thing is, I mean, like Starbucks is in its own classification. Like, I mean, they're all they're all heavy roasts. They're right. All, you know, they're all they're all they're all darker roasts. A lot of what they're calling the blonde, by other people's definition, would be a dark roast, and or, or at least a medium dark. And what they're trying to go for with something like a Thanksgiving blend is they want to have a festive beverage, and I think it's a great idea. Sure. Like we've already commented on, in America, we spend too much time thinking about Christmas, and it's because there's not a lot of money in Thanksgiving for the retail business. So they're trying to quickly get to Christmas after Halloween yeah. because they can always sell more Christmas lights right. and toys and right. you know all the clothes at stores like Macy's. But when it comes to Thanksgiving, it's really just an exclusive holiday for the marketers at grocery stores. It's not going to do much for the industry. But I, I, and I'm not suggesting that we want more more, um, what am I thinking of, commercialism of the holiday. I don't want more commercialism. It's just that for a lot of people, as goes commercialism in America, so goes the holiday spirit. So there's, like I said, there's not any Thanksgiving carols. There's a Thanksgiving Day parade, but it's just bathed in merchandise and commercialism that doesn't really have to do with what Thanksgiving is about. And interestingly, what's what's the capstone of the Macy's Thanksgiving parade? Uh, remind me, I'm just blanking. The arrival of Santa Claus. Oh, yeah. That's the end right, of the, par- yeah. Yeah, the parade. Is is oh, here comes Santa Claus? You know, Dang. so it's even the Thanksgiving Day parade isn't just about Thanksgiving. It's it's a it's the precursor to to uh, it is to Christmas again. Like we were saying, it's the soft open. Yeah, yeah. Well, and then there's also football, which everybody is doing and talking about. Yeah, yeah. Nothing against that. 
But uh, bringing it back full swing, let's talk about what Starbucks did, why. It was started back in 2007. I figured that this roast would have been available a little while longer. There's going to be a link in the show notes to this article available from the Starbucks website. It was started by their coffee manager, Anthony Carroll, back in 2007. And he got the idea that he wanted to make this a collaborative effort. So he reached out to the Seattle chef, Tom Douglas, and it took them several weeks, but they sipped a lot of coffee. They tried them side by side with food from Tom Douglas's kitchen there in Seattle. And then they culminated all this with a blind taste test with a, a lot of people there. And they served a variety of different roasts that they thought were the top contenders alongside of a Thanksgiving feast prepared by Douglas. And oh, so they did try to pair it with a traditional Thanksgiving meal? Yeah. Okay. They paired it with Thanksgiving. Okay. And I think that that's great. Yeah. I mean, like, wow, that, that's some impressive, interesting market research. Right. You know, we talk about coffee cupping and, you know, your, your blind taste testing. Yeah, and, rather than the easy thing to do, which would be to pair it with, like, a, you know, pecan pie or pumpkin pie or, or, or yeah. something like that. Well, and oftentimes, coffee sipping and tasting and the like are done with... A what do we say? Like we we use the spoon. It's a thick mixture. We have the grounds left in the coffee, yeah. and that is how we gauge the quality of a coffee for a cupping. Yeah, right. but I think that a, the best kind of cupping is actually using it in the real world, like it should be, like you would normally as a drink finished it. product. Yeah. And that's what they did. So I think that's brilliant. Yeah, this is another point in the favor of the Thanksgiving blend from Starbucks. So. I, that is what uh, the article essentially says. It's also Guatemalan, Antigua region, and uh, Indonesian island Sumatran beans. Uh, so it is a indeed a blend. And it is uh, not to be confused with Starbucks's very own fall blend. Hmm. And I didn't know anything about this until I was doing research for Thanksgiving stuff. You know, I, I think that they probably have enough blends now and, and specialty seasonal roasts and the like. Um, maybe a few too many uh, because whenever I'm in Starbucks, I'd actually like to try uh, something, but it seems like they go through the same four or five in the right. cycle of a month, yeah. and there's all these others they don't get to. But there is another one that's called the fall blend, and it's usually just available from grocery stores. And, and, how, and how long have they been doing that one? They started this one in 2014. So that might be why oh, you haven't heard about okay. it. okay. So it says here that it is Sumatran and, uh, let's see. Uh, you, you said Peruvian, right? It's Sumatran and Peruvian beans. And it is also considered to be a little bit on the darker side of medium, but it seems like dark because it is Starbucks's version yeah. of dark and sure. these things. Uh, but you're going to find it for a little while longer. So uh, try it out. It's not the same thing. If you're interested in experimenting, give it a shot. Um, one of the reviews I found that was actually kind of favorable okay. towards it. But not to be confused with the Thanksgiving blend. My own experience with these uh, holiday coffee roasts from Starbucks has been favorable. I like the Christmas, Thanksgiving, and anniversary blends. They're my favorites from Starbucks. And I, it's sort of like getting a good Oktoberfest. In some years, the, this one craft beer company really just nails it. It's amazing. Right. And then the next batch of the next year is great, but not, not as good as last year. Yeah. It's kind of the same thing for Starbucks because they have these three contenders. And some years I feel that the Christmas blend is the best 
Other years, it's Thanksgiving. Okay. And some sometimes it's been an anniversary. And if I find that it's anniversary, I'm really stoked because I can get it the longest. And if I want extra beans during the months of November and December, it's usually the kind of thing I'll go for. So I'll continue to get my regular subscription from a craft roaster. Yeah. But it's these months out of the year I usually consume the most coffee. Right. And so... It's the it's the backup supply. Yeah. So I know if it's the anniversary blend I really like, it is my backup supply okay. for these two months. Um, so it is not to be confused with pumpkin spice latte. I just have to mention that. It's not the same thing. Oh, and speaking about pumpkin spice, someone pointed out to me recently that what they liked more than pumpkin spice was getting a shot of pumpkin spice from a Starbucks in their regular cup of coffee. Really? And that's available all year round. And they just said that they actually thought it was better off than the latte <laughs> and cheaper. So if you so like you, that sort of thing. Sure. If it's about taste, then you may like all the right. pumpkin yeah. syrup more okay. than you would like the pumpkin spice. Okay. So that has everything to do with their Thanksgiving blend. There is another thing I found in digging around. Okay. There is another craft roaster that has been around since 1972, and I just want to give them a shout-out here. Their website is thanksgivingcoffee.com, and they uh, that is in the name. And they're just another craft roaster by Joan and Paul Katseff, and they've been around since 1972, developing a unique style of craftsman coffee. What they like to say is that they are all about fair trade and organic so they've been around a very long time. You can get a subscription from them. I just thought it was an honorable mention. That's the name of their company, Thanksgiving Coffee. Yeah. Okay. okay. I never I never heard of them before. No. But they've been around since 72, so they got something going for them. Where are they? In Fort Bragg's Noyo Harbor in the beautiful Mendocino Coast. So Fort Bragg, that's North Carolina, right? Sure. I mean, I, th- I think Fort Bragg's in North Carolina. Let me get, look it up real quick. I can edit this out. I don't care. Okay. So that's in California. Oh, California, not North Carolina. Yeah, California. Fort Bragg is in North Carolina? Or or California? Yes. What you said, it is in California. Okay, so uh, wrapping up here for the, today's episode, Eric, let's talk about holidays, coffee. Do you have any sort of family traditions concerning coffee and the end of year festivities? Anything happen around Christmas? Do you notice that the coffee intake picks up or... There's a need to do about coffee mugs even. Maybe I'm looking for something special and there's nothing to be found. Yeah, it does seem like my wife is a tutor for, in our in our homeschool group. And it seems like every every gift that she's gotten has included a mug of some sort. <laughs> or a Starbucks gift card. Yeah, I don't even know if, if she's <laughs> – if she has – she hasn't told me about those. But all of, all of a sudden our, our cupboard has like, like seven new mugs in them. Um, not that I'm complaining, you know, we can always use more mugs and socks, but it, but it just, it just seems like, like that's a, um, uh, like that's a popular gift. It is. Um, and it's a good one. And there's so there's so much variety in coffee yeah. mugs. Yeah. Uh, I think I doubled my coffee mugs collection in the past year. Really? And I'm happy um, about that. Good stuff. There for a while over the, over the summer, I really wasn't drinking much coffee. You know, I'd, I'd have a little bit in the morning and that was pretty much it. Maybe... A little bit in the evening, maybe. Um, and we've even had some very summer-like weather this month of November yeah. here in here in Georgia. Yeah, but it just seems like like the colder mornings has like triggered in my brain that it's time to start drinking some more coffee. So I've I've been drinking um, substantially more coffee in the last three four weeks. Hmm. I don't see any reason why that would stop. 
heading into the Christmas season. So, mm-hmm. But yeah. you don't feel like there's any particular special nuance to your coffee drinking at the end of the year? Uh, no, not not that I can. As you head into Christmas, you're you're you spend you take some some days off work. You, you spend more time at home. We have more desserts. We have more Christmas parties. Yeah, we have. I would say I probably enjoy coffee more during that because it's 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 a slower time. It's not you know drink this quick, get out the door, get to work, whatever. Right. Um, it's it's more of a relaxed time. So you know you're maybe starting a fire in the fireplace, getting that rolling, and then and then having a having a cup of coffee and, and really savoring it, really mm. enjoying it. But other than that, I don't think so. Am I missing something? No, no. Oh. It's all good answers. I, I just find this interesting because I, I, I can't say I have any special coffee-related traditions, but like I said, I do notice that I almost double my coffee intake over the month of December. Yeah. And it is my favorite beverage with desserts. So as the feasts pick up and yeah. the parties pick up, I'm more inclined to drink more coffee with all the desserts. And I don't mind the occasional coffee gift. Uh, you know, just I've gotten some great things for coffee. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Things. Yeah, those are always always good gifts to get. The stuff that other people discover yeah. and bring to me. It's uh, It's been good times. Way to grow my coffee maker collection and various supplies. Yeah, speaking of gift opportunities, you know, I've been been wanting that espresso machine for my car. Oh, dude. <laughs> okay. So listener of the show, Ingmar, he shared this with us on Twitter. We were talking about unique coffee makers last week. <sighs> that takes the cake, man. It really, truly. Yeah, I was going to have a section about follow-up, but since you brought it up, this is really cool. And in a, in a weird way, I'm not saying I'm not saying it's a good idea. I'm just saying it's cool. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so what this is, y'all. <laughs> yeah, you really need to watch the week. video and, and, and think about how, you know. All the ways it could go wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's what I'm thinking the whole time he's doing this. is like, okay, are you in traffic while you're doing this? Or, or are, you, are you sitting in your driveway? I, I don't know. Like, when are you doing all this? It's amazing the number of things, though, that, say, a, a professional trucker can do behind the wheel. There's all kinds of things that a professional driver can manage. Or Maybe when he's pulled driver. off at the end of the the end of the shift or something, or he's he's you know getting a couple of winks in the back, and he's like, "Well, it's time to wake up. I'm going to have my espresso." Okay, then I can see that. But this guy's not sitting in a truck <laughs> making this. He's sitting in like a like a, a Honda Accord or something. So check it out in the video. What it is is this is an es- a portable mobile espresso maker. It's about the size of a fat tumbler. <laughs> you can fit it into the cup holder. It's electronic, so it's got to be plugged into the fire lighter or something like that. Yeah. It's got a long cord. I can imagine this getting so dirty so fast. Yeah. Filmy. And anyway, you got to pop open the thing in the middle. You insert filters and coffee, and then you're able to, you know, heat it up with the power of the car. And then you let it brew, and then you let it drain out into your cup. What would make it within the car? Really a great thing is is to be able to pressurize your tires with it, too. This could really change my game in my morning commute. It could. It could also lead to a tragic situation in your morning commute <laughs> as you're as you're brewing your your espresso behind the wheel. To me, the whole time I was I was thinking about it, it was like, really, this is we need this. This is some, I mean, this is for the guy who has literally everything in the world. He doesn't have one of these, so get him one of these. I was I was almost waiting for like the the ha ha you know April Fools or or like like. But this is a real thing. This is actually a product you can buy. It really is. It is a done thing. It's not a prototype. This isn't on Kickstarter. <laughs> this is a real thing in the market. 
Yeah, so there'll be a link to that in the show notes. Um, it's probably one of the most affordable espresso makers around. Well, I don't know about that. I mean, isn't a pound? What's a pound? Uh, I didn't. I, I didn't actually pay attention to the price. I'm just assuming between 120 and 150 really? pounds. Oh, okay. Now, I, no, that's I think, not. As... I think that's that's getting up to like 300 dollars. Yeah, no. Uh, 200, 200, 300 dollars. Yeah, I'm just gonna buy a, an espresso maker for home. Gosh. Yeah, and then and then invest in a really nice travel mug. Or, really, or, or something, yeah. um, because then he pour <laughs> he pours it in, in an es- like with a saucer and everything in, in, in his car in, into a into an espresso shot glass. Like what? And then he has a soda stream in the other seat beside him, so that he can club <laughs> soda. Yeah, wow. Um, yeah, that's what I was expecting. Like I said, I was I was expecting it to be a uh, a gag gift or something, but no, it's it's a it's a real thing. Definitely click the link and watch it. So wrapping up for this episode, the Thanksgiving Spectacular, and uh, I hope you find some good espresso this season if you don't find good coffee. Uh, I wanted to say a thanks to all of our great listeners, our special guests, and to you, Eric, for making the time to be on the show for the last 75 episodes. That's crazy, 75. It was sort of a silver anniversary last episode, and we didn't mention it, but... Uh, it's been good times, and it's fun to talk about coffee. The weird thing about coffee is that I think it's it's one of the universals for adults these days mm-hmm. that everybody can enjoy just gabbing about coffee and their personal tastes like the weather or like right. their favorite computer or their favorite sports ball team. But they don't usually talk about those – they don't usually talk about coffee yet, Did but we're going to change things. sports ball team? Yes, I may have. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So I'll just let that one go. Thanks again for joining us for episode 76 of Top Brew. I hope you have a happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Show notes with links to everything that we have discussed are at nightowl.fm slash topbrew slash 76. Follow Top Brew FM on Twitter. That is at Top Brew FM. That's the username. And I myself, I'm there. I'm at JCS Dardell. If you want to catch up with me and tell me about the Thanksgiving blends that you've tried out, That would be great. I am Joe Darnell. Thanks for listening to Top Brew.